0: Thank you. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm glad for the promise of the Word. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's worship the Lord tonight. Not many of us, but God is in our midst. It doesn't take a lot for the power of God to move. It just takes a few to believe. Amen. Oh, hallelujah, glory to the Lord. of glory tonight the Lord tonight. Hopefully we'll have a few more, but if not, I know by his word, he's here. Amen. 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 Let's sing another song to the Lord tonight.
1: I was blind, now I'm seeing in color. I was dead, now I'm living forever. Uh, I had failed, but you were my redeemer. I've been blessed beyond all measure. I was lost, now I'm found by the Father. I've been changed from a ruin to a treasure i've been given a hope and a future i've been blessed beyond all measure now i'm counting every blessing counting every blessing letting go and trusting when i cannot see i am counting every blessing Counting every blessing, surely every season you are good to me. You were there in the valley of shadows. Oh yes. You were there in the depths of my sorrow. You must drink my hope for tomorrow. I've been blessed beyond all measure. I'm blessed. I am counting every blessing, counting every blessing. Letting go and trusting when I cannot see. I am counting every blessing, counting every blessing. Surely every season you are good to me. I am counting every blessing, counting every blessing. Letting go and trusting when I cannot see. I am counting every blessing, counting every blessing. Surely every season you are good to me
0: time, put your hands together, magnify the king today, hallelujah, glory to the Lord God in heaven, you may be seated this evening, amen, I am just overwhelmed by the presence of the Lord and what he has given me to teach and preach tonight, so if I seem focused or somewhere else, it's because I'm with Jesus meditating on how to bring what he has given me, amen, without holding anything back. But letting it go and letting it flow Thank you, Jesus. to those that will receive it. Amen. Amen. Brother Hillman, you got your announcements? Yes, All right. Come and make those announcements and also receive an offering tonight.
2: Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. Praise God. Remember this Saturday at 830 in the morning, October 15th, But like All those that's able to come, we're going to unload a tractor and trailer truck that can have some pumpkins on it to prepare us for our pumpkin patch. So if you're able to make it, praise the Lord. Why don't you come out and support that? Amen. The more, the merrier. Amen. And then on Monday, October 17th, that's when our pumpkin patch begins, Monday, October 17th. And on the, of um, course, this month we have our potluck. Keep that in mind, and that's a good time for fellowship for us and for visitors. If you can in- invite some to come out to anticipate in that fellowship with us, that's uh, will be Sunday, October 30th at 5 p.m. And then we have the Fall Fest on Monday, October 31st. That's at 5 p.m. So invite your friends and neighbors also to attend that if they could please. Praise God. You know, I found out that some parents don't even want to take their kids trick-or-treating. So that's a good opportunity where they can come and the children can have a good time and everything. So ask your neighbors. They got kids or whatever. Ask them. Say, hey, we got this going in place of, you know, of of, uh, Halloween. We got Fall Fest. Come out. And I'm, I'm sure they'd be more than happy to come out when they don't have to worry about knocking door to door and worrying about what's going to go on with their kids. So they can come here and have a great time and still go home with some candy. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. And then, of course, taking us through um, November the 11th at 3 p.m., we're going to start our ladies' retreat. So keep that in mind, you ladies. Amen. To participate in that. So you need, need to know any information more about the ladies' retreat, please get with our pastor, wife, or our bishop wife, and they'll be more and happy to explain anything else regarding the ladies' retreat. Praise the Lord. So this time, we would like to take up our, if anyone have any more announcements before.
0: Yes, sir. We have one more announcement. Uh, as everybody may or may not know, but yesterday was our bishop's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, sir. We would like to uh, present you
1: um, with, to me, in my opinion, is a great gift. Uh, but sir, we'd like to present you with a card and some M&Ms and like to appreciate, show our appreciation for everything that you do for us and wish you a happy, happy birthday.
0: I will show self-restraint until Saturday. <laughs> Thank you very much.
2: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Happy birthday, Bishop. God bless you. And I can say this for the whole church. We all love you. Amen. Amen. I know he's glad now that he feels a whole lot older than I am since he's 10 months older than I am. I know he feels good about that. I'm older than you. Don't forget
0: it. Respect your elders.
2: (laughs) Praise God. So, this time we would like to receive an offering. Amen. If I can get a brother to come and help us. Amen. If you're unable to come up here and put an offering, anything in, please raise your hand, and my brother will be more than happy to come there and receive your offering.
0: Praise the Lord. Put your hands together. Our ensemble can be seated. We're going to get right into the Word of the Lord. I'm glad that you're here. Naturally, it would be my desire that more would be here tonight that would be able to come. Amen. And hopefully they will tune in to this particular teaching and preaching tonight. I'm going to stick with prayer, but I'm not going to the PowerPoint. God began to deal with me Today, and really just got a hold of me. I'm going to try to turn me up a little bit, and if I get too loud, somebody just, hey, you're too loud, and I'll turn myself down. Amen. But I I don't want to strain tonight, but at the same time, I don't want to hurt you either. Amen. Praise God. Prayer. Prayer. Sounds like work, doesn't it? It is. Sounds like a fight. The first fight is between you and your flesh. And then the next one is between you and the adversary of your soul. You're not going to be able to fight him if you can't whip yourself. And you ought to know you better than anybody. So you ought to be able to handle you pretty well. Amen. I don't know why we don't. I don't know why we have such a struggle. I guess because Jesus told the three in his circle, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I'm going to be reading over in the book of Daniel, chapter number 10. Very familiar to many of you. Beginning with verse number 12 and verse number 13. I normally just read one verse of scripture with my text. But this evening, I'm going to read two. Who knows, one day I may read five. I don't know. Amen. The Word of the Lord. You can't read enough of it. Daniel 10, verse number 12 says this. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God. Thy words were heard. And I am come for thy words, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the king, kings of Persia. You may be seated. Amen. I want to try to leave this teaching thought with you, steady, ongoing prayer. Steady, ongoing prayer. Now, before I get into this, I want to preface it with fasting and praying. Esther, of course, was born for a day to deliver her people from deception. And her uncle, who really was her father, he took her in, raised her as a daughter. He basically told her he needed, she needed to go before the king. And even though she couldn't change the king's word, the king might be able to do something to give them hope of deliverance. And and so she called a fast. Hear me. You see, the calling of a fast for the body of Christ is biblical. Throughout the Bible, yes, individuals fast, but also nations fast. And so it is important that when we call a Daniel fast, that everyone that can, please participate. It is important that we are in unity because you can pray all day long, and there's some things that you can never accomplish without fasting. And I'm going to cover some of that tonight, if God will let me. Here we have Daniel. Beautiful spirit within Daniel, wouldn't eat the king's meat. That's where we get the Daniel fast, vegetables. The king noticed something different about him, changed his name, put him in charge. But those that were jealous and envious, sounds like the devil. Uh, Let me say this, maybe you don't understand it. But do you understand that the devil is envious and jealous of me? I took his place. Amen. I took his place. So he's just trying subtly to catch me. The Bible says he accuses the brethren day and night. So that he can find some type of accusation to bring before the king. So as we look at this, we can see such a similarity between us and Daniel The enemy and, of course, this demon or fallen angel of the devil, the prince of Persia. Daniel was a praying man. He prayed three times a day, no matter what was said, no matter what law was made. And in this particular understanding here, he was trying to gain an understanding of a vision and he set his heart to understand, and he prayed. And the first day his prayer was heard. Can I say this? Just because your prayer is heard doesn't mean assistance is on the way. And so many times we're praying, wait a minute, I thought God hears me when I pray. Well, I believe that. I believe that. Now, you've got to have a right relationship with him. I believe that too. There are some prayers, no matter what relationship you have, he's going to listen, and he's going to hear, especially for a sinner to come to salvation. And so just because God's hearing you doesn't mean you're going to see what you're asking God to do. That's why we need to be steady at it, ongoing with it, not fainting, not getting weary, so that we might see the hand of God God help me tonight because the church of the living God as a whole, as a collective, we're not praying steady, ongoing prayer. Normally we'll hit this altar when we have a need, when we are hurting, when we don't see a way out. Sometimes we don't even pray then. When we ought to be praying steady every single day, our mind ought to be on God, our heart fixed on the Lord. We ought to be praying without ceasing, whether we open our mouth and pray, Let me tell you something. I know God knows my heart. And I know He hears the intents of my heart. And I know He knows every thought I think. So I can pray throughout the day. But there is a time that I have got to open my mouth and pray. Is it because God didn't hear my thoughts? No. Because as I get to this place, you're going to understand the importance of the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. You're going to understand that when you pray, you better get with it, and you better open your mouth, and you better bombard heaven. Because I'm going to tell you something. Prayer... opposes the kingdom of darkness. And the devil don't know what I'm thinking. He doesn't know my heart. All he knows is what I'm saying or what I'm doing. And so if I'm sitting there and not praying, he's not even worried about you, but he's going to begin to look for people that are opening their mouth and praying with everything that's within them. Well, pastor, I don't know how to pray. Then you get down here and you just exalt the name of Jesus. You begin to just do what you can. Hey, if all you know is hallelujah, then begin to shout hallelujah. I promise you, God will give you something to say. Why is the church of the living God collectively, not individually, lacking power? This is not a trait of the church. It is a trait of the flesh. God gave me power when His Spirit came upon me. After I received the Holy Ghost. I'm going to read this. I wrote it down today. Listen, prayer is always, always opposed, resisted by the forces of darkness. Come to church. He's okay with that. Sing a song. He's okay with that. Say amen. He's okay with that. But when you begin to get steady, ongoing prayer activated in your life, honey, you have stirred up a a nest of hortons. And if the prince of this city cannot handle you, he's going to call reinforcements to do everything he can to hinder not your prayers. Oh, my God. He cannot hinder my prayers from being heard. You didn't hear me. You did not hear me. He cannot hinder. He cannot stop my prayer from being heard. But he can hinder the results. And he can get you doubting, get you weary to where you stop. And once you stop for a season, it's hard. to get. Can I put it to you this way? As as you can see, my wife says I fell off the wagon. I started eating things. Uh, Anyway, I keep telling her I'm going to get back on the wagon. She says, well, you said that after this, and you said that after that. I said, honey, I know that, but... I mean it this time. That's what we tell God. God says, I, yeah, I've heard that before, but this time, God, I, I mean it. I, I'm not going to stop praying. And you know what? I'm telling you the truth because I see it. It's evidence in this church. When we have prayer on Sunday morning, I see even the ministry too busy talking to people. Let me tell you something. I don't have a lot of people talking to me or my wife because they know this is not the time to talk. I'm just going to give them a short, hey, let's talk later, or hey, I need this, and I'm going to get back to praying. That's what you need to tell the saint of the living God. Don't stop me from bombarding heaven because I'm going to fight with the devil. And the only way we're going to win is we keep on praying. Look, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to stir you. It is time that people stop talking when it's time for prayer and start praying. Evidently, you want to say something. So you might as well say it to God. I know this is not popular preaching. I know we heard a lot about it in the conference. I know I've been preaching on it myself, but I'm not getting off of it because the only way we're going to see revival, the only way we're going to see the backslider come in, the only way you're going to be saved. You didn't hear me. The only way you're going to make it to is prayer. I wrote this down too. Prayer, hear me, is the key. To opening the power of God. You say, well, we've had a lot of moves during the song service. Well, that's true. But I promise you, somebody got to praying before the song service. And the song service moved them to a place. But what did they do there? What what did they do there? Did it change them? Were they delivered? Were they healed? I want you to think about what I'm saying. I'm not discounting it. I'm glad for it. I rejoice when I see it. But we've got to go further than that. I am stirred in my soul. Do you know it opens the power of God to ourselves to others in our community. The reason our community is not stirred uh, the way God wants to stir it uh, is because we're not praying consistent. Uh, we're not praying steady. How many people have we come and visited this church? How many people have sat on these pews? How many people have felt the power of God and then they never come back? It's because you and I are not praying like we should be praying. Let's just put it where it belongs. The responsibility is on us. Just because one is heard does not mean assistance, understanding, power, or miracles will happen at that moment. Have a rest assured prayer is heard. Luke 4, 1 through 14. Too many scriptures to read all tonight. But it was after the Lord was baptized, the Spirit descended upon him. He was driven to the wilderness. He was driven to the wilderness, and for 40 days, he ate nothing, and he prayed. (laughs) And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone, that it may be bread. And Jesus answered
3: Him saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone.
0: How many of you, when the enemy tempts you or comes against you, you use the word of God against him? Now be careful raising your hand. Because if that was the case, there were some things in your life you wouldn't be doing. Or saying. (laughs) You see, I didn't raise mine. Because I know I need to be more in prayer and be careful what I do and how I say and how I talk and how I live. Jesus answered him and said, it is written.
3: That man shall not live by bread alone.
0: But by every word of God. Another place says, word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Let's continue reading, please.
3: And the devil taking him up into a high mountain.
0: Oh, man, he set him on a good job. uh, He said, This is all the money you can make. Oh, it's quiet now, aren't we? (laughs) It's quiet now. Oh, this is all the things that you can do. I don't have to stop and be here in time for church. I can just say I'm working. Oh, I'm going somewhere tonight. I'm going. And I know that's going to happen occasionally. Occasionally, it can't be helped. I understand that. But when it's consistent, when it's every Wednesday night, you know, if you were praying, you would know it's Wednesday, and and you would tell whoever you're working for. I'm talking about self contractors. I don't have to work. I'll be here in the morning. He says, well, just forget it. Don't come back. You don't need that job in the first place. Oh, I'm on it right now. I'm in it, and I'm on it, all around it, and so forth, so on. And I know that you're here, so this is not really for you, but I'm hoping somebody will tune in and understand if they could have been here, they should have been here. I'm telling you right now, you cannot serve money and God too. You cannot love this world and love God too. you got to make up your mind. Are you a prayer warrior? Oh, I was going to say another word, but. I don't know how it would go over. I was going to say, I was going to say what some of the words that the Bible said, and I, I don't know. I don't know if I should say it or not. It's in the Bible. I want you to study out the word "whoremonger." Devil wasn't through, was he? No. Keep reading.
3: Taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world, all the wealth in a moment of time, all
0: the prestige all the accolades, all the popularities. I just want to be liked.
3: And the devil said unto him, all this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. Did you hear
0: what the devil said? That everything of this world belongs to him. Now, now, everything, drugs, Alcohol, illicit sex, pornography, everything of this life belongs to the God of this world. And guess who gave it to him? God Almighty. And he will convince you, I'll give it all to you. Just don't sell out to the God that made me.
3: If thou therefore wilt worship me, all shall be thine. Continue. And Jesus answered and <laughs> said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written.
0: I, I like that. I, I like that. We don't say that enough. We really don't. We don't say it enough. When's the last time you talked to the devil? Oh, got quiet there. <laughs> I guess you think you're not supposed to talk to him. You can tell him, listen, get out of my face. Get out of my house, get out of my mind, and get on behind me, for it is written,
3: uh-huh. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And him
0: only, Amen. only shall thou serve. Go ahead.
3: And he brought him, for it is. Go he, ahead. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on a pinnacle of the temple. Right. And said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee Uh to keep thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus answering said unto him, it is said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God.
0: How many are familiar with this scripture? You can raise your hand now. Don't be afraid. I'm not going to get on you then how come we tempt God every day? Let me just remind some of you. I'm not a visiting evangelist. I am an under-shepherd, a husbandman of the vineyard of God. And I'm entrusted to work in that vineyard. That's what I'm going to do. And until we get to the place where we are praying as a body, we come in here hot, we leave hot, we come in, oh my goodness, it's church time. Guess what? I can come in 15, no, no, I'm going to be in even earlier than 15 minutes. I'm going to get in there while the men are having Sunday school and get over there and get my
3: heart right, and I'm going to begin to pray. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, Uh he departed from him for a season. For what? A season.
0: What does that tell you? You're not getting away from the devil in this life.
3: And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee.
0: He was in the wilderness fasting. Praying and rebuking the devil by the written word of God. And when he went back to start his ministry into Galilee, he went with power. And fame went out all of the region about the Son of God. Let me tell you something. We ought to have that kind of reputation. The power of God. Not the power of man or woman. But the power of God rests in this church. Oh, glory. Matthew 17, 20 and 21.
3: And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place.
0: Hold and- on just a i I've heard it so many times taught. All you got to have is just a little bit of faith, a little bit of faith and you can move mountains. But let's see what Jesus said here.
3: If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible. We
0: like that. We like moving mountains, and we like nothing shall be impossible for us. But what does it say in the next verse?
3: How be it this kind...
0: You want to move mountains? You want to do all things? Coming down here and whispering a prayer is not going to cut it. Amen. I got one amen. (laughs) Oh, God, help me. I am an apostolic. I've been born in the fire, and I'm going to die in the fire. I came in with a shout, and I'm leaving with a shout. Jesus Christ is coming back with me for a shout. Honey, he believes in shouting, but somewhere along the line, we've lost our fervency in prayer. I'm not talking about moving around. You can stay in one place, but you better lift your voice. Uh, you better shout unto God. Uh, you better understand uh, that if we want power to move mountains,
3: how be it this kind? Hold
0: on, and all things are possible to us. He said two things are required.
3: Mm-hmm. Can you see it? Can you read? Two things are required. This kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting.
0: So you're not going to move mountains and things are not going to be possible to you if you're just praying only. Because fasting puts down the flesh. Quiet, quiet, quiet. I wonder how many are really participating in the Daniel fast. That's between you and God. How be it this kind goeth not out. But by prayer and fast. You see, many times we just use the only way we're going to cast out devils. That's not what he said here. He said, you want to move mountains? You want all things to be possible to you? Now, look. I love you, but I'm going to tell you right now, you can look at me and maybe even look at yourself and we can tell right, right quick, we're not people of fasting. Therefore, we're not people of praying. You know why you're having difficulties praying? Because you haven't conquered your flesh and you're not going to conquer your flesh until you conquer the table. When she said I fell off the wagon, she's right. I gave in, just said, man, that looks good. Man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I like sweets. And look what they got me. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I may just give them away. I told her, Brother Brown, I told her when we go to the Philippines, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. Even when you're not looking. I'm not going to eat any sweets while I'm over there. Because I know what's waiting for me. I said, I know what's waiting for me. And I need every bit of God and every bit of His energy and strength if I'm to accomplish what I need to accomplish while I'm there. There's something that's happening that's not good in the church of the living God. And preachers that are not praying and preachers that do not fast, they just let it happen and not preach against it. I want you to understand and I want you to take note of something. I'm preaching and I'm preaching everything that's within me about these things that are so vitally important to revival, to people being delivered, and for your soul's salvation. And many of you have not even said one word in support. that can only be because you didn't prepare your heart before you came. I want those that were in conference or any other service, even Pastor Brown. I'm sitting over there with my wife. How many times have you seen me stand up and get loud and supportive? Why? Because I love the Word of God. I said I said, I love the Word of God, and I'm going to support the Word of God when it's preached. I'm going to stand. I'm going to shout. I'm going to get behind it. I'm going to tell you that right now, and there's something wrong and missing in the church of the living God because we'll shout, sing, weep, dance, run, do all kind of things with the music, but when it comes to the Word of God, we hardly move. We hardly open our mouth. We hardly get behind the preaching. It's the only thing that's going to defeat the adversary in your life is the living word of God. Do you understand that you are saved by the word? You are kept by the word. You cannot defeat the enemy in a song. Okay, i got to give you an an illustration because we've we've gone too far. Moses was leading them out. Pharaoh in a dust cloud behind them. Moses said, don't worry about it. Let's just sing. He told them to stop, lifted up the word of God, the rod, and said, stand still and see the salvation Of the Lord. And a mighty wind began to blow. The Red Sea stood up on two heaps. They walked across all night on dry land. After the victory. After the deliverance. Miriam grabbed a temple and began to worship. I think we got it backwards. I think we ought to sing after the word of God. I think we ought to preach first. Get behind the word of God first. And then begin to... Then begin to rejoice and celebrate. Watch out. Sunday's coming. It may happen. God's already dealt with me about a message. Amen. Is Is that not the truth? The walls of Jericho, they had to march first. They had to be obedient to the Word of God through the man of God. Come on, somebody. They didn't go out blowing the shofar First, they marched, they marched, they marched with the Word of God, with the Spirit of God out front, carrying the Ark of the Covenant. They marched each day one time, Saturday seven times, when they had completed the Word of God. Then they celebrated and blew the shofar and the walls came down. If we're not careful, we're not careful. We're here for the singing. And the word of God is just a filler. I may not sleep. My wife may not sleep. But I can look myself in the mirror and say, oh, man, I've been the same since day one. I didn't say perfect. I didn't say without fault. I didn't say I didn't make mistakes. But, honey, I'm going to preach whatever God tells me to preach. And you and I need to get after prayer. If we're going to see this city turned upside down when they were in the upper room, they weren't singing, honey. You know they were gathered in one mind, one accord. And I promise you they were waiting for God to pour out his spirit. I promise you they were praying. Peter, when he got delivered from prison, they prayed without ceasing. They didn't sing without ceasing. Now, daughter, we need you. But I think we got it. You know, there's a saying, and I've never seen it in real life, the cart before the horse. I've never seen a cart before the horse. Has anybody ever seen the cart before the horse? Maybe Volkswagen tried it when they put the motor in the front. Then Why is it? You say, well, I need the the worship to get my heart where it needs to be. Okay. I I, I understand. I love it. Boy, you see me. I get with it. But you know something? If it's going to last, it's going to stay, it's going to have to be by the Word. Check it out. Check it out. I said check it out. i got to give you, God's just bringing all this to me. The Last Supper. (laughs) They went in. Last Supper, room was prepared for them. They sat down and started singing hymns. (laughs) That's right, no. (laughs) Yeah. And Jesus gave the word. Somebody here is going to betray me before the night's out. Is it I, Lord? 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 Lord? It's the one that dips his sop in the dish with me. Do you know they didn't sing until after? Say, Pastor, you fixing to change up the tradition of, hey, I'm okay with it. I said, I'm okay. But my situation is this. I can't get everybody here until about ten minutes into the worship. So maybe we'll pray an extra 10 minutes. Pastor, prayer, bishop, whatever, I, I lose track too. Whatever you want to call me. Prayer's easy for you? Nonsense. Nonsense. Some days are easier than others. Some days I get up and I'm plumb, wore out, and tired. like to stay in bed. But I'm saying, no, flesh, you're not conquering me today. I'm going, and I'm going to pray. And it may not be the best prayer ever prayed, but it's going to be steady, ongoing prayer. Every day, that man's going to pray. 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 If I'm not careful, he'll be praying while he's driving. If I'm not careful. Matthew 9, 28. Through 29, this is where we say, okay, the disciples couldn't cast out the demon. Jesus came and cast him out, and then they said, how come we couldn't do it? Mm-hmm. How come you and I can't lay hands on the sick and they recover? How come you and I, some of you may have, some of you haven't, have never delivered a person from a demon? When's the last time? Can can I go to the book? That's where I like to be. Let me get me. Let me get me. Jacob, come here. I'm gonna use. An, I'm gonna use a, a, an illustration here, if I may. If you allow me, could you pick that? I'm putting in your pocket. It's bothering me. Okay. This is what the Bible says, isn't it? They should lay hands and pray for an hour. Oh man, get the Holy Ghost! Yeah, Hallelujah! Don't go away. Then why do we do it? Because evidently, we're not where we need to be. In fact, Peter just was fasting and praying and had a vision. He didn't even lay hands on now, I believe in the laying on hands. Now, don't misunderstand me. You see me. But Peter didn't come to Cornelius and said, Now, Cornelius, you can't receive the Holy Ghost till I lay hands on you. He spoke the word. He didn't sing a song. He spoke the word, and the Holy Ghost fell on him. But yet you and I, and I've done it, I've done it, I've done it. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, praise God. Come on, get with it, man. Come on, come on. And I'm praying, and I'm snotting, and he's snotting, and we're praying, and we're praying. I thought God said, if you repent, the Holy Ghost is a promise unto you. So why am I working so hard? I must need some improvement on my faith. Now there was a time that Jesus prayed twice. When a man was blind, he anointed him. He said I still just see trees as men walking and he prayed again. You can sit down, Jacob. Are you are you kidding what I'm saying? We got some work to do. We got some improvement to do. I have been in church services where nobody's around an individual, and the word went forth, and I'm just walking, listening, and I walk by somebody in there for the first time speaking in tongues. Listen, if I'm where I need to be, and you're where you need to be, and you truly repented, I can lay hands on you, and they shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now listen, you can get the Holy Ghost without somebody laying hands on you. You can get it with somebody laying hands on you. But it's God that gives it. Too many people wait for a certain preacher. Certain preacher, oh, if that preacher would lay hands on me, I'd get it. (laughs) You're missing the whole point. You're missing the whole point. If God would touch you, you'd get it. If you just... This kind cometh not by, by prayer and fasting. You want to move mountains? I don't know if you do or not. I think some of you really don't. You like suffering, being miserable, being frustrated. You like being unhappy. You like being in a bad mood because, because you're not praying and fasting. I'm going to say something to you, and hopefully you won't get the wrong idea. Let me get over here by my wife. I'll get out of the camera, but they can still hear me. Get over here by my wife. You know, honey, you look great. You, you look beautiful. But you know something? The devil don't care how she looks. But now, he did care about the way the Apostle Paul prayed. Do you know the devil never mentioned how he looked? I didn't say it wasn't important how you looked. But he never mentioned it. Do you know they never mentioned how Jesus looked? Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? Is that what the devil is saying about us at New Life Apostolic Church? Then we need to get his attention. And, buddy, I am ready to get his attention. I am not afraid of him. Every time we get close to a mighty move of God, the devil comes in with distractions. The de- I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. I know all sickness is not from the devil. Some sickness are just natural. I understand that. But some sickness the devil brings on. Or some sickness that just happens, the devil will use it as a hindrance. circumstances, events, activities. Why all of a sudden, when we're having such a great move of God, that all of a sudden you get a phone call. All of a sudden this happened. All of a sudden trials begin to happen. I know of a guy right now. His job started moving him around throughout the area of Austin just when he needed to be in church. Hey, Hear me. I've been in this a while. And every time we get close to a move of God, somebody opens their mouth and says things to visitors they ought not say, or to church people. Oh come on. It's getting quiet. We heard Brother Hood say we gotta protect the harvest. How do you think you're gonna do that? Be vigilant, sober, watching. situations happen, right when we're having a move of God, right when the church house is full of people coming in, all of a sudden something will happen and we're not here. I wonder if the Apostle Paul had quiet like I got quiet. I don't know. By the grace of God, when I see him after I have celebrated Jesus for a millennium, I'll ask him, hey, Paul, Brother Saul, when you preached, did people get quiet? No. You'll say, Brother White, they didn't get quiet. They stoned me. They imprisoned me. The Apostle Paul, I have nothing on him, okay? You told him about a long winded preaching? He preached all night long. Are you ready? No, you're not. He preached so long, a young man sitting up in the loft fell down and was dead. You know what we would do? You know what we would do? We would do it, and I probably would say do it. We immediately will call 911. Remember when I fell back there and hurt myself real bad? Fell off the ladder. That's what they want me to do. You want to call 911? I said, no. I need somebody to pray. Man, I hardly even knew. God over me, we got to praying in tongues. You know the story, but I love telling it. God took the pain away from me like taking off a jacket. I got up. I had one bruise on the heel of my foot. Why? Because that's where the devil belongs. That's where the devil belongs. I'm going to say something. I mean, no disrespect. Please, please don't take it. We had a tragedy recently. Terrible, terrible situation. Sister Sandra, her son died, and we need to pray for her. And I went to the visitation. I went to the funeral, and nobody know. Some saw me limping on my right leg. That's the same leg that I had the bruise on when I fell. And guess what? I hurt myself somehow. I don't know how, but there was one bruise on the heel. Because I went into I don't mean this ugly, I went into the presence of darkness. and the devil tried to afflict me. But you know what? I didn't stay home one time. I kept preaching, I kept giving it all I've got. Oh, Hallelujah, you're not hearing me tonight. I said, "You're not hearing me tonight. Honey, if I've got to be in a wheelchair, I'm coming to the house of God and I'm preaching the word of the Lord. The only way the devil's going to stop me is take my voice or take my life. But as long as there's breath in me and life in me, I'm going to preach this unadulterated gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do we believe in prayer anymore? I know that many of you may pray at home. Thank you. What about prayer here? This is the house. Elder, what is this? What is it? Are we making it a den of thieves? He said, my house shall be called. Tell me again. I wish you had a
3: mic. House of prayer.
0: A house of prayer, not a house of fellowship. Even though I like fellowshipping out there with you, it's not a house of gossip. It's not a house of how are you, good to see you, even though that's wine and dandy. It shall be called a house of prayer. They're coming, and I hope you're with us. I want you with us. I need you with us. Do you understand? We had a couple sitting right back there, right behind or in front. Uncle Bob, she wept the whole song service, the whole song. I was so touched. Ayanna prayed for her. Eva prayed for her. I prayed for her. Had a young man over here, Cody, been twice, hungry. If we don't get to praying, he's going to walk away. Thrill my heart, I saw Clayton praying with him. I am not getting off of this. I'm not getting off of this. Do you know prayer is the key to this church existence and growth? And prayer, prayer is... If you stop praying, you're going to die. And some of you are dying now because you refuse to come and pray. I don't know how you received the Holy Ghost. I don't know how you received it. I I don't know where you were at. I have no idea, but I know how I received the Holy Ghost. I was in the Word for three months, nothing but the Word for three solid months. I wasn't even seeking the Holy Ghost. God woke me up. I was afraid, never felt God to that extent before in my life. Went into the living room, knelt down at a chair, and I said a simple prayer. God, I really don't know what's happening here. And God, I am scared to death, but have your way. And I said the word ishma three times, and I've never been the same since. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to be healed unless you start praying. You're not going to be delivered unless you start praying. You're not going to be encouraged unless you start praying. You're not going to get whatever you're looking for, a job, a spouse, a relationship, whatever you want. You are not going to get it until you start praying for it. Not just a week. My wife had forgotten this until we were over in the mission field. She said I wore a shirt, something that jogged her memory, and she had seen me in a vision many years ago before we met. Because she was a woman of prayer, still is. So I'm asking you, sweet pea, listen to me, I'm asking you, unless it's an emergency. When that screen comes up, prayer time, no talking. And if somebody talks to you, just says, it's time for prayer. Let's talk afterwards. They won't get offended. You might help them pray. Better yet, better yet. Come here, Mike Brown. Don't you wear those glasses to the Philippines. You're not sitting by me. Okay. I'm trying to pray, and here comes Brother Mike Brown. He's coming up trying to talk to me. Come Act like it. I'm trying to pray. you know what? it's prayer time. come and pray with me. You think that'll work? You think that'll work? Steady, ongoing prayer. Mr. Pastor, this is Wednesday night. we got to get up early and go to work and so forth and so on. Honey, you may not even make it to work tomorrow. Do you understand this? That the devil has devices. And he's not going to trip you up. Until you begin to make up your mind. You're going to live for God and start praying. And all of a sudden. <laughs> everything. Is going to seem to go wrong. Everything. Now. Now. It would be good Sunday morning. Oh, let me say thank you for the birthday gift in the card right now before I get carried away. Oh, I've already got that carried away. Sunday morning, it would be so good to see these people that are here, those that are listening, that when it is time for prayer, 11 o'clock, they don't talk. They don't say, how are you? Pow! They come to pray. You say, Let me go somewhere for everyone. Well, my children are just, you just get over in the corner somewhere with them. Ladies, we do have a prayer room for you. Man, we do have a prayer room for you. Take them in the prayer room. Lock the door. Pray the power down. (laughs) Anointing subsiding, we must not allow the enemy to hinder us, distract us, and most of all, stop us from obtaining the move of God that is on the arising. Some of you have been with me a long time, and you have watched God move, and it was because people were praying. God's still moving but we don't see it maintained because we're not praying. Well, we're praying more than the next church. I'm not. It don't matter what the other church is doing. Forget what they're doing. You're here. And this is what God has called us to do. New slash. slash. You, I, are the light of the world. How do you how do you strike it? How do you light it? You don't put it under a bushel. You don't hide it under a bed. You get to praying and let the fire begin to move and begin to burn bright and people. Ensemble. Need you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Y'all going to have to pray more, not just after your song rehearsal. You need to pray before, after, throughout it. Come on, somebody. You need to pray that when we're singing this, I don't care what the PA does. I don't care what the live stream does. You're going to sing, and the anointing is going to fall, and God's people are going to be ready, and they're going to move behind the preaching of the gospel. They're not going to just sit in the chairs and be quiet when I hit their toes. Brother Rusty, our toes get hit. People used to say, oh, me. I would love to hear that sometimes. I'm preaching and getting real close, and y'all are getting fidgety. Somebody holler out, oh, me. Before y'all get away, I want to be sure to say this time, Malachi Daniel, so good to see you. You got closed-toed shoes on? We need to pray. Yeah, we do. We need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. I need to pray. You need to pray. We need to pray. There's there's there there is one that doesn't need to pray. And you know who that one is? The devil. Do you understand something, sister? Mindy, do you understand something when you're really praying and you've been on a prayer journey? I mean, you've been consistent. You've been fasting. What is it something that you really like? m No, what is it? What is it? Hershey's? No, you just threw that out. I want you to think from what is it, Shelby, what is it your mama really likes? Brother Scotty, do you know your wife or not? What is it that she really likes? likes Vanilla ice cream. Do you have some in the freezer? Don't buy any more for a month. Don't let her have Hershey's. What do you like? What is it that he likes right now? Pickles. No more pickles for you, buddy. You should be eating pickles anyway. That's bad for you. All that salt, they are good, though. What am I saying? What am I saying? He said, Pastor, you should have quit a long time. What am I trying to say? Get real with God. Give up something that you really like, that you really want every day. Give it up and start to pray. You have permission only on this trip. If you see me and they bring them food on the plane, and there's a little cookie, you say, Bishop, Brother White, whatever, you know that's mine. Yeah, he'll eat it. (laughs) Yeah, in other words, he has permission to keep me off of sweets. Because let me tell you something, when you eat the wrong food instead of prayer, you regret it, you feel bad about it, you're lethargic, you can't get going, you have no energy, I got off on that, dear. Thank you. Praise God. You almost said, oh, me. Daniel Fast, Friday night, we're praying at 7 o'clock. Come if you can. Please. It's important. Even if you're late. If you can only say 10 minutes, come. We need to pray. We, we need to put the devil on notice that we are a church to be reckoned with. You say, you better not talk about that like that. You better not talk to him about that. He's going to come after you. Honey, I'm on his radar anyway. So you might as well just tell him how the cow ate the cabbage. Tell him, devil, I'm a child of God. I've repented, been baptized in Jesus' name, been filled with the Holy Ghost. If he could have killed me, he'd have done it a long time ago. All right. Let me see. Let me stand here for just a second or two. Stand here for a second or two. Second or two. Satan, in closing. (laughs) Satan has really, as a collective, got advantage over us with his schemes. It's time to put him on notice. I'm not falling for it again. When we're having revival, nothing is going to take me away from it. You say, well, I got really sick. Okay. As soon as you're able to come, you come. But you can pray even in your sickness. Some of you, that's the only time you pray. Oh, God, I'm in so much pain, not, not, not making fun of it. I better better close this thing out. Save some juice for Sunday morning. We need Michael to come and help us. We need Michael, the archangel, to come and help us so that we can truly, truly begin to see the assistance and the power and the miracles of Almighty God. I have been in services, and I long for it, where people run to the altar, fall on their face or knees. I'm ready to get back there, you see? Bishop White, you're, you're getting old. You're 67. When I'm preaching, I don't even know if I'm 27, because I feel So good. I want you to go home, please. Think about some of the things that I've said. (laughs) Oh, Lord, Lord God of heaven. Think about what I've said tonight. Make up your mind. Sunday's coming, and you're going to pray like you have never prayed in a long time. And When I get to preaching, you're not going to wait on somebody else to stand or say amen. You're going to get with the program. Amen. The Lord bless you tonight. The Lord keep you tonight. The Lord shine his face upon you. Boy, oh, the Lord laid something on my heart. I mean, he's laid, he's, he's laid, he's laid something on my heart. My goodness gracious. You know, <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken, you can correct me after service. The only time that it's recorded that somebody's going to and fro is the devil seeking whom he may devour. Be careful. Be careful.